0: Studios. This is After 9
1: with Scott and Kat.
0: Are we going to start with the U.S. election stuff first? Or what's up? Okay. I don't
2: know. How much hate mail do you want this how, weekend?
0: And how many? <laughs> it's been how many days? How many hours? Hello, everybody. And happy Friday if you're listening to it on this day, which is Friday, November 6th.
2: It's uh, bizarre what's happening. As we record, Pennsylvania has now just flipped to Joe Biden and Georgia has flipped to Joe Biden in the middle of the night, which is when a lot of the developments seem to happen, and um, there's a lot of people reading a lot into that. We will come back to the U.S. election shit and do it at the end. First off, this just started breaking this morning. It's a story that I think a lot of Canadians are, and rightfully so, going to be outraged about. Whole Foods has said it's company policy that employees are not allowed to wear a poppy. Uh, at work
0: hot topic so a lot of people if they're hearing this for the first time are wondering why and when you first said that i thought oh okay maybe there's some kind of a danger in uh, maybe that's going to fall in food and they're afraid no they're straight up saying it's it's because they don't stand behind causes is that right is that right
2: they don't want to take a position or get behind any particular cause they don't want to make any political statements you know what that is that is just pure and simple, unadulterated ignorance. That's an American company that decided they were going to put a location in Canada. And a lot of American companies treat Canada like an ATM. They don't really give a shit. They just come up here, take a whole bunch of money and go back to America to spend it there. And it drives me fucking nuts. But they don't understand our history. They don't understand the significance of the poppy. And, and to, to be so naive... To think that they can make a change like this and think that people are going to be all behind them and inspired is outrageous. Already this morning, uh, I haven't seen anything from the prime minister yet. Nothing. But Prime, uh, sorry, <laughs> Premier Doug Ford laid into them on Twitter and on Instagram this morning. We had Jagmeet Singh say that was wrong what they did. And we've had Aaron O'Toole, the leader of the Conservatives, say the Mm -hmm. exact same thing. Aaron O'Toole himself is a Canadian Forces veteran. And for them to say that you can't wear a poppy, to me, shows they have absolutely no idea what country they've set up shop in.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) No Canadian's going to stand for that. It is bullshit. It is disrespectful to our veterans and our troops and those who made the ultimate sacrifice—
0: I think it's very ignorant For them to too. take that
2: position. Oh, it's very ignorant because You're I don't absolutely think they right. took
0: the time. I don't think they took the time to really look into it. I'm not sure who who's the head of that decision. Um, hopefully we find out because I'd love to be like, why? A lot of people pointing out, I mean, they're using the word cause. Is that a cause? I mean, yes, we raise money sometimes for the Legion, but it's not like you have to raise money for the Legion and then you wear the pin and that's how it works. There's some people who wear their pin every year. Maybe they can't even afford to give this year. It's not really about giving money. It's about remembering what all of the people went through to get us where we are today. That's what Remembrance Day is all about.
2: Let me read you a couple of messages that have come in about this uh, very, very quickly. And then we will move on because uh, I'm just I'm so angry at at what they did here. I I think it's just total fucking bullshit what they did uh, and and totally displays a lack of understanding of what happens in Canada and why it happens this way. But here is uh, the tweet from Aaron O'Toole. The sacrifice of Canadians in the past provides the freedom for a U.S. grocery chain to be stupid today. Let's tell Whole Foods to stop trying to be woke foods. The poppy is not a cause. It's a sign of respect. He's absolutely right. He is absolutely right. What a perfect way to put it. Aaron O'Toole. Uh, Let me get you Doug Ford's tweet here. Doug talking about Whole Foods this morning, he says, It's disgusting and disgraceful that Whole Foods has banned poppies for their employees. We will always stand with our veterans. Whole Foods should apologize and immediately reverse this decision. Everyone should wear a poppy. Hashtag, lest we forget. I'm wondering at what point we're going to cross into the territory that exactly a year ago got Don Cherry fired.
0: Okay, so what do you think... for me, it's the same thing that I would say for anything of this situation. It's that you need to control it with your wallet. I mean, we've said it over and over again, and that's the case for Whole Foods, by the way. There's a lot of people that are like, ah, screw them. I'm not sure how many of them shopped at Whole Foods to begin with. but By all means, if you did and you don't like this, control that with your wallet. Because I'm not sure if there's a scenario where they're, they're not going to get kicked out of Canada by any means no. over this. But do you see no. them coming back on their word or saying something or apologizing?
2: I could see them apologizing. I bet you whoever's in charge of communications at Whole Foods this morning is going into work, and I'm pretty sure they're on the West Coast, so they might not even be up yet, but they have woken up to a fucking shitstorm. They've woken up to such a controversy for the few stores that they have in Canada. They're probably wondering, what the hell is a poppy then? We
0: didn't know. Yeah, you know, that's a great point. Uh, Dave Blizzard, by the way, joins us on the, uh, the podcast. You heard the story, Dave. What do you think?
3: Uh, I think first of all, Scott's on the, the money with the communications director walking into the storm, uh, going and getting a fifteen dollars shot of wheatgrass from Whole Foods, and then sitting down saying, "I got to deal with this situation." Um, there, there is, there's not a political statement here. This isn't about politics. This isn't about a cause. This isn't about you know supporting um, you know con combat or not conflict uh, around the world. This is not what this is about at all. It never has been. Um, and, and this is kind of a silly thing that uh, we're all going to get very angry about. But I think our rage should also be uh, tempered because there's a lot going on that we need to pay attention to right now. So this nah. is angering and it's, it absolutely needs to be dealt with. And I well. think that the statements were, were right on the money. And, and uh, I think that's what's going to happen today is you're going to see them tail and come back and go, yeah, listen, this was uh, this was not a broad uh, policy. That was made, but this is something that that got kind of spread the way it was. It wasn't exactly what we were intending to say. They'll backtrack, but they'll also probably not fully just say, you guys are right, we're wrong, sorry about that, we'll fix it.
0: Will they be able to wear their poppies? Oh, yeah. You think so?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Actually, uh, a well-known
2: Toronto lawyer has already put it out there on Twitter that he will give uh, free legal advice and representation to any employee who's chastised at work for wearing the poppy. (laughs) A <laughs> way to draw That's a line great. in the sand look at that Holy shit uh last uh one i want to read here from jugmeet singh leader of the ndp it was wrong when they banned staff from expressing support for black lives matter and it's wrong to ban the poppy canadians shouldn't lose the right to honor the sacrifices of veterans when they go to work
3: yeah see and i i I don't tie those two things together, and Neither I, don't, do I. I don't like to tie those two things together. I think that's a completely different thing, and I, I think that that's a dangerous area to get into when we start just making these false equivalencies. I think that's a mm. bad way to go. Uh, I, I'll bet you do want to talk about the U.S.
2: election, and we will spend some time on that coming up in a few. But first, I would like to congratulate the Flaming Crap Novelty Candle Co- Company <laughs> out of the U.K. Yeah,
0: this candle's <laughs> great. Have you heard about this candle?
2: No, please. Okay. I need to know. They've created a candle that I think, I mean, we finally found the perfect holiday gift. They call it the scent of 2020. Four quintessential aromas inspired this candle that is now available. First batch is sold out, but they are taking orders for their second batch. They say it has four fragrant layers. This candle will take you on a sensual journey through the year, reads the product description. It will initially give off aromas of banana bread. Then once that layer has burned down, it switches to a hand sanitizer-y kind of smell. Then it goes to Woody Musk's, and finally, Budget Aftershave and Earthy Essence, with those last two meant to invoke memories of Joe Exotic and Tiger King. Oh my god, that's (laughs) so
3: funny, because that's exactly what I was thinking. I was going to say, they could have saved a lot of time if they had just gone and got the scent from the inside of Joe Exotic's hat. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's the smell of 2020. I that's, how I feel, that's how I feel it would go. But I love that they top it off at the bottom. Well, top it off. They bottom it off with uh, the smell of aqua velva. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> tremendous. It's perfect.
3: Uh,
2: I can't believe how many people were waiting in crazy lines today at Starbucks for a free cup. I, I, and, and you know what? I'm not minute. judging at all because I totally would have done it no, if I wasn't working. You've
0: been in radio for how many years? You can't possibly be surprised that people will wait around that long for something free. There's no way you can be surprised by that. How many That's times
3: true. over the years, Scott, did you hear, hey, where's my t-shirt?
0: Hey, what do you got? Or just a what you got? Not even a hello, how are you? What you got well, today? The, the one what you given out?
3: Yeah, the one that always got me was the where's my t-shirt. Yeah. My <laughs> response was always... I think you're wearing it.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> That's <laughs> that was usually how I responded. That's Cause the it, best. Because you're right. It didn't start with a,
0: hey, how's it going? Like, how, are you? how or are you? Who are you? Who, what do you do at the station? Yeah, it was nothing. a where's
3: my stuff? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm not surprised. Needless to say, I'm not surprised by the Starbucks uh, cup lineup. And the apparently it got really crazy at the Pine Bush location in, in Cambridge because my friend texted me from it and kind of giving me the live updates. And she said people were almost yelling at other people because he had come in for a mobile order. And they get the free cup, and they had already announced there's not a lot of free cups left, but they're all standing in line waiting for their orders to come in. So someone comes in, mobile order, so they pick up their cup. And they said, we're being fair here, so it's by timed. Even if they sent their mobile order in 6 a.m. to pick up at 8 a.m., for example, they got a cup. But other yeah. people didn't, so people were freaking out about it. But then, do a mobile order? Why what are you going to do? What are we freaking out about? What are we freaking out about? It's a great question. I want
3: that question to start
0: because I want my cup. I
3: want. The, well, <laughs> I want that question to start everything you think about from now on. Yeah, is this worth freaking out about? Yeah, should I? What am I worried about here? Am I really going to expend this this energy on whatever it is that is facing me right this very moment?
2: But if you don't get your free cup, you got to use one of your own to make a Molotov cocktail when the election results come yeah, in tonight. I guess that's what's going to happen. <laughs> those, listen,
3: c- those ceramics explode beautifully, don't they? <laughs> uh,
2: listen, with the free cups, I mean, I get it. They they position them as as collector's items, and it's a sign that we're transitioning from the fall season to the holiday season at Starbucks. And there's a lot of people who are looking for a little bit of hope. And and the holidays are a sign of hope, and I get it. That's great.
3: Sure. Okay. But but then punching slogan... somebody out
2: at Starbucks because they did a mobile order and you have to wait in line and didn't get a cup. I don't <laughs> know who you, to do that. Screw you, man. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Way to use the system to your advantage, bro. <laughs> That's exactly what I picture. I know. Every angry exactly person it. now, it just doesn't make sense anymore in my head. Yeah. Everybody gets it? angry, just it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm never coming back here again. Tim's 2020. Fuck you, Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not coming back here until tomorrow.
0: Tim's twenty twenty. Tim's twenty twenty.
3: You know the coffee's not that bad, right?
0: (sighs) I love it. That's great.
2: Um, They are available at Starbucks certain locations. (laughs) No, they're not. They're sold out. I know. Can you buy
0: it? That's a great question. Can you buy the cup? Because I wonder how many people wanted it that badly that they'd be willing to spend a couple bucks on it.
2: They'll be on sale. Uh, probably when right. they get some new stock in. You, you can totally get one. I mean, I did that last year, and it was only a small upcharge. They uh, they brought them back a couple of weeks before the holidays last year when they got that new stock, and it was, okay, you can have your Grande Praline Mocha Joko whatever, and you can have it in the reusable cup for an extra dollar. Uh, okay, great. That's way better than waiting in line for an hour a
3: month ago to get it for free. I'll just pay the dollar and take the cup if I really want the cup. Can I just throw this one little aside in when it comes to Starbucks too? Maybe it's just a request because I know that there's people who work at Starbucks who are listening to this. Um, please, please don't look at me cross-eyed when I say large or medium.
0: Oh, you can't do that, right. dude. No, you gotta look, go. Like, it's look. It's no, grande. It's venti. On. It's tall. It's, it's a, they have a trenti now too. By the way,
3: uh, yeah, that's like the jumbo. It's or whatever. humongous. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm standing there at the counter and somebody looks at me and says medium. I get, I, I get what they mean. Th- they can correct it, but don't act like you've never heard the word medium before because that's the <laughs> I response can... I get with like, oh, yeah, can I get the one that's like a medium? And they go, what? And I go, come on. You've heard the word medium before. Don't give me this. Hey. I, they just make it a difficult process. I'm like, I don't know. Venti, I think, maybe tall. I don't know. And why is tall the small one?
0: Tall is small. Uh, why? Vent- <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Tall is small. It's a good question, but it's because venti... Twenty. That's why they did it. Venti's twenty. 20, twenty ounces. ounces. Right. The, the the is the trenti thirty ounces. Then it must be. I guess it's too big. Dave it's is too too also the liquid. guy
2: who goes to France and tries to speak Italian. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the language of Starbucks is
3: venti, tall, grande, and trenti. You just have to speak the language. That's fine, but but again, if I say medium, you know what I mean.
0: It's almost like you know what it is. Starbucks is like a Dr. Seuss type situation. It's like tall is small. Venti's twenty. Oh,
3: no. I can't handle it.
0: <laughs> Grande's right in the middle for some reason. Right. Uh, why? I don't Grande know that part. To me, I, means
3: big. Yeah. Biggest.
0: The, not, not, at, not, not at Starbucks, it doesn't. See? You shut up. Well,
3: why do I need to study before I go to Starbucks? Why? <laughs>
0: That's great. You're one not thing the I do one. want
2: to point out, though, is for those people that were smart enough to order ahead on the app and guaranteed got their reusable cup today, smart. I love pre-ordering, but my favorite part about pre-ordering is the look on other people's faces when it's lined up out the door. But I've pre-placed my order yeah. via mobile. I walk in. Are you Scott? They hand me my drink. I walk away and watch the disdain on people's faces. Like, how the hell did he get that?
3: But also knowing knowing you, I feel like you walk in yes. with a swagger about you, and
0: you. They don't say, "Are you Scott?" You say. I I'm am Scott. Scott Fox. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking the then, exact
3: same thing. I, you you are going in there with like a like a Vince McMahon walk, the like, swagger of Vince McMahon walk into the yeah. ring. Yeah, arms are going all the way up, <laughs> legs are kicking out. The yeah. cuff on my pants is going. It's great. You've got the full power behind your step because you know that your drink is waiting for you at the counter, and you relish in every moment and every look of disdain that you just described. Yep. Every person that looks over at you. And goes, how the hell is he jumping the line? You are totally taking that in and loving every minute of it, yep. aren't you? Yep. And, and and I'll walk by everybody, making eye contact
2: one, <laughs> like a politician so, in a
3: greeting so line. <laughs> yep. Hello, how you doing? Oh, good morning. Oh, how Hi. Are you? Hi. Yeah. Nice to see you. Thanks for coming. <laughs> it's like it's your event, and yep. you walk up just to get your coffee. That's so good. Aww. And the
2: last person before I walk back out the door, I just look at them and say loser
3: <laughs> I'm surprised you don't whisper your secret to one person just be like hey, <laughs> order ahead <laughs> there's no better promotion or advertisement for
2: the mobile ordering than waiting at the end of a long line. Yeah. Like If you're at the end of that long line, you should just p- pull up the app and start making it. How have they
3: not created a commercial where there's somebody standing at the back who just puts in their mobile order and then gets to walk past the whole line?
0: And probably yeah. would.
3: Yeah. Hey, Starbucks, you owe us money because this is a creative brainstorm. and that is good. This is a free idea here that uh, now we we're going to ask you to pay for. Actually, I just found out the the people at Starbucks, Canada, listen to this podcast regularly. Yeah, all the time. Well, I'm glad I, I said what I did about the talls and mediums and... and
2: well, it was going to go straight
0: it. to the tippy top there, Mr. Blizzard.
3: That's right.
2: Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a big fucking meeting today. Guys, <laughs> did you know this is a problem? We've
0: got to change everything across the board. It's not working for us. Why there's can't one a asshole in and in it be in an order of What have we been thinking all these years that we've been yeah. successful? I don't understand.
2: <laughs> okay. Both of you come up with one, a store where you're not allowed to use the product until after you've paid for it.
0: Ooh. You go first.
3: Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Um, Well, the first thing that comes to mind is a grocery store. Grocery store is a great example, Dave.
0: I'll throw great maybe, example. maybe a pharmacy out there.
2: Pharmacy. Hey, another good one. Yeah. You can't stick that uh, sinus shit in your nose until after you've paid for yeah. it. And the sex
3: shops. Oh, well, yes. (laughs) Sorry I didn't know I had to say that one out loud. I thought that was a given.
0: (laughs) I guess it's not. This guy needs to hear it.
2: (laughs) 23-year-old Gilbert Cordero is from Oklahoma City. Earlier this week, he pulled a bold move at an adult store. Gilbert walked in the door, walked through the aisle, pulled out his pecker, and started testing out one of the products right there in the store in uh, like while he was shopping while he was shopping so an employee was in the back watching this whole thing on the surveillance cameras. And, yes, there are cameras everywhere in those stores, specifically because of people like Gilbert that will pull their dick out in the middle of a store and start having at it with a fleshlight. So
0: Gilbert can
3: I just can't believe there's not a, a fitting room or a <laughs> somewhere to, <laughs> to Behind
0: go. Behind those dirty beaded curtains. Isn't there a fitting room <laughs> back there? <laughs> you yeah, know those, those are not beaded curtains. Really That's just from.
3: a. A regular curtain that has that has seen some action.
0: Well, some people might need that for a little Goldilocks and the Three Bears action like this. One's too big, this one's too small, this one's just well, right. Can
3: you imagine and compare it to something like uh, I don't know? I'll use a store like a like an Aritzia. You're in. It's a very nice store. You're in there and you're in the, the change room and you have a, one of the associates come up and say, "How did that size work for you? Uh, would you like <laughs> How you are need you something feeling? bigger? You know, I think I need an eight. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me go grab. I'm in a little bit
0: you. of pain. Yeah. Okay, I'll bring you a smaller one. Sweet <laughs> Yeah. don't worry i
3: brought you a seven just in case <laughs> just start lobbing it over the door
0: this is embarrassing i'm gonna need to go up to a 10 yeah i, I hate to yell that out loud the, vo- the voice gets
3: deeper you're like i need a 12 and you're like oh okay all right <laughs> so, so the be- guy's using it in the store then well, w- before i finish this story
2: i'm guessing that since you got married you've been taken to an aritzia
3: Oh, listen, I, I'm, a, I'm a man of culture. I've been doing Aritzia before. This is, this is not new. <laughs> a I'm a man of culture. I grab my medium from Starbucks and I uh, stroll <laughs> my way over to Aritzia. Absolutely. It's important to know what's going on. So this, uh, so this guy it, yeah, is doing so this. I got a lot imp- of questions, but finish the story. An employee called the cops and the cops
2: showed up. And I love how the cop wrote it up. You know how cops can't just write up what happened. They've got to use all that police terminology and they've got to be politically correct. And it's got to read the way you wouldn't be embarrassed if a judge or a crown attorney had to read it. So the cop wrote it up in the police report. Gilbert was using, and I quote, a piece of merchandise designed for (laughs) self-gratification. Um Gilbert was arrested because, no, you can't try before you buy. You got to keep your mouse in the house when you go into those stores. You can't whip it out until you get home. So he was charged. But the reason that this all takes a strange turn here is the employee knew exactly what to tell the cops when he called because he recognized Gilbert. Oh, no. Is he a repeat offender?
3: No. Gilbert was there the week before applying for a job. Oh, he
0: what? wanted the discount.
3: He's trying to show that he really knows the product. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be the perfect salesman. Look. <laughs> not, not only am I the president, but I'm also a client. <laughs> oh, can, I, can I ask if the employee let him finish? No. They the don't cops? let you finish. No. Is there like a bell
2: or a no, buzzer or something that let goes someone off?
0: Finish. No, no. That's part of the punishment.
3: Oh, that's a, that's an awful punishment. Yeah, charges and blue balls. Go yeah. ahead and deal with that. Yeah. You know, the officer walks in and he goes, "I'm not going to cuff you. I'm just going to give you these elastic bands, and you know what to you do. You do it to yourself, <laughs> and
0: you get in my car yourself. I ain't helping that's, you. I'm not
3: touching you, Gilbert." into the back seat you go
0: what did they do with that flashlight after he was done with it? Is what i want to know they can't put that back up on the shelf
3: okay so i used to work in retail back in the day and they have a um they have a like a like a separate room to put damaged merchandise that goes back to the supplier uh they probably just write a sticker to it and just say damaged that's it damage somebody fucked it like, let's be honest. That's not just damage not that's... Listen, if somebody's getting a fleshlight sent back to them, there's a very good chance they know why it's getting sent back to them.
0: <laughs> the person who takes the returns at the old fleshlight corp, yeah. I feel real bad for them. <laughs> you
3: imagine you're in account you're in receivables <laughs> at the fleshlight corporation. Yeah, you know exactly why that's coming back. You thought
0: you had a miserable job, everyone listening. Guess what? Yeah.
3: That department <laughs> is just a dumpster. That's all it's it is. It's just you. throw it out the window. Uh, dumpsters permanently on fire so just toss it in and whatever rubbers are in it i'm sure it's terrible for the environment but i don't have to touch it so be on with it
0: i can't even imagine great i've been waiting a long time for
2: While everybody was sleeping, two more states flipped. Georgia has now flipped to leaning Joe Biden. Wow. Pennsylvania has now flipped to Joe Biden territory. These were, from the time the polls closed, going in Donald Trump's favor. And now they are in Joe Biden's favor. And right or wrong, there's a lot of people out there that are confused about why this is happening and think they're getting screwed.
1: Good evening. I'd like to provide the American people with an update on our efforts to protect the integrity of our very important 2020 election. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. If you count the votes that came in late, we're looking at them very strongly, but a lot of votes came in late. I've already decisively won many critical states, including massive victories in Florida, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio. To name just a few, we won these and many other victories despite historic election interference from big media, big money, and big tech, as everybody saw. We won by historic numbers. And the pollsters got it knowingly wrong they got it knowingly wrong we haven't heard your take yet on what's happening with the u.s
2: election dave but i'm curious to find out because i've seen some of your tweets and i get the distinct impression
3: that you're leaning biden on all of this (laughs) well uh here's here's how i lean on it i think it's uh, very very important for people to be patient um i get that on the surface there can be some confusion. But here's the thing. We can't be so simple-minded to think that every answer is on the surface. We can't be like that. And I'm finding it more and more frequently now that people, if it's not black and white, if it's not immediately presented to them in exactly how they understand it, then they think there's something wrong. This, this is They've made it very clear in many of these counties that the mail-in votes that did come in on time, they were the last ones to be counted they were going to put them to the back of the line and they were going to count all the ones for the day of look, if that's a good policy or a bad policy, that's up for debate. I don't care. That's whatever you think is fine, but let's, let's not just immediately start thinking there's something terrible going on. There's something nefarious going on because what happens with that is when you don't have any proof of it, all you're doing is riling people up to think there's something bad going on. And then when it all tapers out and nothing happens, there's these people who still live with the conspiracy theory in their mind that, Oh, they cheated, they lied, they it's fraud, they stole it. But let me ask you, if it was the flip, if it was the exact opposite, and we're seeing it in some cases in one state – you get the Republicans are screaming, Count all the votes, count all the votes. And then in another state they're saying, Stop counting the votes. And that's a very, stupid argument. It's a totally stupid. So you go stupid ahead and then I'm gonna tell you why you're dumb. Okay. Go ahead. It's no. a totally <laughs> stupid argument. The whole thing is it, it's a very, very dumb argument. But again, we don't know because there is no across the board policy of which order all of these votes get counted. And one state may do it differently than another state. It's state regulated and it's it's right. that's at that level. So there is no federal policy as to who, these votes get counted first then these votes then these votes so this really in a very ironic twist has all played out like it's a reality show it really is it's like oh yeah stay tuned this friday for the results you know that's the
0: dumping of votes coming your way at 8 p.m
3: yeah exactly and when they say dumping of votes i think there's a misunderstanding there's a lot of people who think dumping of votes means somebody walks up with a sack like santa (laughs) claus and just dumps a bunch of votes on the ground that's not how a dump of the votes goes that's not what that means so as I'm looking at this, I just think, okay, I get that it's, it's not very clear on the surface, but that doesn't mean there's something terrible and scary and awful happening under the surface. Let's just play it out and then see what happens. That's okay. th- it's the only way to
1: go. The vote is sacred. It's how people of this nation express their will. And it is the will of the voters. No one, not anything else that chooses the president of the United States of America. So, each ballot must be counted. And that's what we're going to see going through now. And that's how it should be. Democracy is sometimes messy. It sometimes requires a little patience as well. But that patience has been rewarded now for more than 240 years with a system of govern- governance. And that's been the envy of the world.
2: Listen, when it comes to... I love when you start with, listen, listen. here it goes. Yeah. You're about
0: to get it, Dave. Yeah, that's right. No, <laughs> I'll sit back no. with my popcorn. Hang on. Yeah. No. But
2: listen, I <laughs> I see it slightly different. For people that are saying it's wrong that Trump is challenging the vote in some states, but not in other states. He wants to stop the vote here, but not there. That goes back to exactly what Dave said. And he was absolutely right. Different states have different election laws. Trump agrees with the laws in some states, but not everybody does it that way. And He happens to be catching up as they count more votes in Arizona and Nevada, and that's all well and good. He doesn't feel they need to stop counting there because he's happy with their electoral process there. He, by the way, as a candidate, has every right to challenge things. And what's happening right now with these big I can't figure out. If they're just really bad at counting in America or if these are state secretaries and governors that just want more TV time dedicated to their state or them personally. But these whole vote dumps that are coming up tonight at nine in primetime TV, that just makes the whole thing look really, really shady. I mean, if you count 50 votes. Put 50 votes on the total. You don't need to wait until you've counted 5,000 votes. Do it as transparently as possible. And I don't know if something bad is happening here. I really don't. I, I know that Trump says something bad's happening here, and I know that there's millions of Americans who believe there's something bad happening here. The thing is, I haven't seen any actual evidence that something bad is happening. And if there is, by all means, stop the count. Let's sift out where the fraud was and redo it. 100%
3: yes. But
2: until there's evidence, we can't get to that point. And you have to show evidence if you're going to make that claim. Otherwise, you're just inflaming a nation that's pretty well fucking armed. And that's not a good idea.
3: You're so right. That is it. You can't just flame people. You can't just get them riled up and have absolutely no proof. It has been in how many states now have they challenged it? And the courts have shot it down to say, yeah, guys, there's there's no proof. You guys don't have proof of it. I can't, can't say you're right if you can't prove it. Well, like, in all fairness, though, I mean, when it
2: comes to the legal challenges that have already been disputed uh, or already dismissed by the judge, that's very likely because those judges know full well that this will get challenged right up to the Supreme Court. So they're making a quick decision. They reject it and just kick it on up to the next court above them, and then eventually it will end up at the Supreme Court. The thing is, when you get to the Supreme Court— you need to have something compelling for the Supreme Court of the land to actually hear the case. I
3: don't even think they'll listen to it. If I don't
2: you even don't... know if they'll listen to it at this point either. Do you there's think a it depends
0: of... on who is in charge at that point as to whether or not they actually listen to it? Well,
2: no. I, I just think that the Supreme Court is very busy. And there's people trying to go to the Supreme Court for any number of different causes and things that they think they've been wronged on. But they only hear the cases that have some... Legitimacy and urgency. So they'll hear the case right away if you give them a compelling reason to hear the case. A whole bunch of anecdotal, well, I saw somebody bringing a a UPS truck full of votes into the back door uh, 20 minutes after the polls closed. I don't know if they're going to hear a case on that. I mean, there's this urban legend out there i don't even know who started it but they're not helping either that the the legitimate ballots are watermarked oh we can tell the fake ones from the real ones because the the real ones have got a watermark on them if that's the case that might be enough but i haven't seen any evidence that that is the case i mean on the surface i don't think it's unreasonable to expect that there was some fraud in this election there was there were votes counted Probably for both sides. Let's be honest. There were probably votes in there for Trump that were not honest or legit or on the up and up either. But there are probably fraudulent votes in there.
3: How do, the so fact, can, I, can I ask just for a clarification on when you say that there's probably fraudulent vote, how do those fraudulent votes come into play? Like okay. how, did they, how did they get
2: counted? Did someone counted? bring
0: them in from somewhere? Did someone yeah. screw with like the what's actual? What's your thought on that?
3: So
2: all along, Donald Trump did have a point. He was right. And people shot him down. And and let me explain that. All along, Trump said, if you do widespread mail-in voting, there's an opportunity for fraud there. And the media and the Democrats and everybody else dismissed it right away. There's no evidence that that could happen. No evidence that that's happened before. Okay, but you don't need to be a rocket scientist to anticipate that. Uh, Dave, you recently moved. How often do you still get mail for the previous owners? Oh, to to every single day. I don't think it's reasonable for any single one of us to expect that the mailing list the government has is up to date or that the voter list is up to date. And frankly, there's a very good possibility that I could get a ballot mailed to my place that was actually for the old owner. There's very little stopping me from filling out that ballot and sending it back. I know there's some basic checks and balances, but it's also not hard to get around that, as has been proven many times. There are people who have recently passed away that got mailed a ballot, a ballot. Who's to stop a family member there from mailing it in? Now, is it widespread? Was there some asshole with a massive photocopier making copies of ballots and just checking off Biden? I don't know. That, to me, doesn't make a lot of sense because the Republicans won the House and the Senate. And if you were going to fix it, you'd think you'd fix all three,
3: not just the presidential race. Precisely, because the presidential thing is a figurehead. That is not... That's not the most important thing to be honest when it comes to the Senate when it comes to the House, why weren't those rigged then? I mean that's that's what I keep coming back to and and I completely accept the the premise that there could be fraud, absolutely. But again, there could be fraud in every single turn of life. But if we if we don't have proof of it, we can't just run on that theory because it's an endless theory. You're gonna you're there's, gonna go forever.
0: Thinking there's people, that. by the way, that are still calling fraud or BS on Trump's win in 2016, too. Are there not?
2: Yeah. Well, by the same count, the same people who are calling fraud on Trump winning in 2016 are the people who led years and years. Of investigations into voter collusion or, or foreign interference and things like that. OK, well, since that standard was applied in 2016, 17 and 18, because it basically was three years that they were investigating the Russia connection, the same thing should probably happen in this case. It well, really should, because there is. Listen, Joe Biden should be careful what he wishes for, because if he actually pulls this off and wins this election, he is going to be considered by half of the country an illegitimate president because about half the country firmly believes, especially after Donald Trump's speech last night, that this was rigged and it was fixed.
3: Now, if he was winning, he wouldn't say any of those things though. That's where we have to separate showman and uh, the truth. Like it was just, it was just filled with lies. That's what that was. And that there's no other way to call that. It's li- it was just lies. And well, it was- I,
2: I think probably the more accurate term is
3: unproven allegations because it's not necessarily a lie. Well, it is a lie cuz he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's lying because he does not have the truth on his side to say, here's the facts. So that's a lie. I mean, you, I can make up any anything right now and you could say, "Well, that's not that's not true." And I could say, "Well, I'm not lying." You know what I mean? Like it, it's just it's a really poor argument to try to 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 come at this with no proof of it. And it's a it's a, first of all it's bad sportsmanship. Um it, it, we've made this a the team sport, so it's you believe one or you believe the other. There is, like, like I've, I said it before on this podcast. Like, you, you just, you, you can't treat things like it's this extreme right, extreme left, and there's nothing in the middle. There is no gray. We got to get back to some sort of level of uh, level headedness where we can say, hey, that guy might not be the guy I voted for, but he's the guy in power, and let's see how this plays out. It was so funny when when Trump won in 16, Dave Chappelle went on SNL and said, I'm going to give the guy a shot. Everybody went, whoa, what the hell? Why would you say that? And he explained why. He said, because that guy's the president now. Like, whether I voted for him or not, he is. I got to give him a chance. And if he does a great job, great. If he doesn't, well, then we'll call him out on it. And that's that's the way I think a lot of people should be thinking about this instead of just saying he was my guy or not. And I'm not going to support the guy I didn't vote for. Collectively, there has to be something to be said for the United States of America. Someone's got to unite these people. It can't just be one or the other all the time or else this will be the way it goes forever. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm exhausted. uh, yeah, it's, Trump. A, it's
0: been a long week right like yeah. we just mentioned like i feel yeah. like this has been the, like a week has been a month and just a quick note on chappelle he's hosting snl tomorrow night as well this yeah. has kind of become a bit of a tradition so i was actually curious as well if he would go back to his kind of note depending on what happens if we're going to find it tonight mm-hmm. or if we'll find it tomorrow i don't know but i was wondering if he'd go back to that initially and and and, and see what he has to say well, about
3: it. everyone's just so obsessed with pointing out hypocrisy that they don't actually take time to make an argument. It's just, oh, so yeah. you, you're doing this because you, you did that four years ago, and now Bob's coming back to get you. It's like, oh, like we're just never going to get anywhere if this is how we keep right. doing things. Right. Okay, but listen, uh,
2: let me say this. Bernie Sanders was a 1,000% correct. Mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders predicted this exact scenario happening because it wasn't a stretch to think that this could happen. When they keep bringing in all these vote changes and and ballot dumps, as people keep calling them, in the middle of the night, and you just wake up and all of a sudden your lead is now a deficit, people start to get skeptical of the system. So, especially with the speech that the president gave yesterday, that didn't help anything. And it was very, very misguided to go with that messaging and that tone. But all of this could have been avoided. If they had changed the laws, anticipating this would happen, they should have known they should have counted those absentee ballots and mail in ballots and released the results as soon as the polls closed. Everybody should have known okay, before we start counting the vote from election day, this is the result from voting now. And Biden's ahead by, say, 30,000 in Georgia. Uh, Well, actually, no, he'd be uh, ahead a lot more than that if it was just the mail-ins because, well, a lot of the Democrats took advantage of the mail-in ballots. That's all there is to it. They were offered a service. They used the service. Nobody can really blame them for that. It was legal. Fine. But they should have released those first to make this as transparent as possible because at this point I really don't care who wins or loses. But I will say that this is not helping settle America down. What else is not helping settle America down is uh, networks like CNN and Fox News. They're both doing it. But CNN is the one that I happened to be watching yesterday when Anderson Cooper made such an outrageous comment after the president's speech. It's like he's trolling. And I get, Anderson, that you don't like the president. But as a member of the media, that it keeps asking the public, trust us, trust us. When you make a shitty comment like the president looks like an obese turtle on his back flailing in the sun, that doesn't help either.
1: That is the president of the United States. That is the most powerful person in the world. And we see him like an obese turtle on his back flailing in the hot sun. Realizing his time is over.
2: Stop with this inflammatory rhetoric and just accept the fact that Joe Biden will probably get to 270 electoral college votes with no problem. But there's going to have to be a recount. The only way to fix the damage that's been done is to recount all the ballots. And if it takes another week, it takes another week. But everything should be recounted. Can
0: I ask you a question I don't think I've asked yet? Yeah. Who do you want to win? You know, at this point... I'll tell you what, I, I think uh,
2: probably with Donald Trump, who I don't necessarily like, I, I really don't. I, I, You know, I mean, there's certain things that he does that I just shake my head at, like that speech last night. That was totally inappropriate. But then I look at Joe Biden and I think to myself, I don't know if you really want this. Like, careful what you wish for, dude, because uh, like I said, you're not going to get anything done. You've now got the House and the Senate against you and half the country that thinks you're an illegitimate president fueling the right that now controls congress and that's not it's a recipe for disaster i mean i think america is going to become even less functional than it is right now
3: so how do we fix it how does it how does it change going forward because the point you're making can you can swap out the parts and swap out the players and it's the same argument the only thing they can do
2: is America, the so-called moral authority on democracy in the world, the country that goes around to other countries telling them, you got to do it our way because this is the best way. They have got to be as transparent as possible. Everybody needs to be able to believe that what got done was legitimate. And the only way to do that is a fair, well, well monitored. And even if they have to bring in other countries to monitor their election, they need to recount Every single state, not just the ones that are close, all of them, all 50 states, all 300 million ballots need to be recounted. That's the only way this is going to get settled.
3: Well, I, I, I'm looking at it as more of, more than just this election. I'm looking moving forward because this is going to be contested every time. If the country is truly split the way it looks, then so be it. If I can go back for one second to the point you made about Anderson Cooper, I did think that that was a completely ridiculous comment to make. But we have to remember that most of what we're seeing on the cable news networks isn't news, it's commentary. Um, we can go back, and again, I'm being hypocritical because I just said, you know, What abouts are not helping anything. Remember when Sean Hannity went and pushed this birther bullshit about Obama? You want to tell me that 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 was okay? It certainly wasn't. And I'm not suggesting that you're saying that here, Scott. But people are now feigning outrage about what Anderson Cooper said. When you've got a president who has talked shit about everybody and has called everybody names and has demeaned everybody, now all of a sudden we're super sensitive about it. We use the term snowflake. It's just kind of funny who throws snowflakes so often ends up becoming usually the most sensitive when their person's the one being attacked Correct.
0: it's a team sport like yeah, i said going back to it n- nobody's innocent i'd agree with you completely nobody's innocent and the one thing to answer your question of like what do we do now the only hope i have is that people take a look at this young people i've said it before too. young people or baby people in politics already middle aged that we're thinking about you know their retirement soon take a look at this and say look at these two shitty options could that not have been me? Could I not do a better job? And that's the only hope I think this, that the States has is that more people are looking at this going, I can do this and I should do this. And I'm right for that position because these options that we have, I don't like. Well, that's lo- what I'm hoping for.
3: I would love to see, and I'm going to say both sides because that's just the way the power structure is right now. But I would love to see all sides at some point be able to stop and go, we need to do a little soul searching here. We need to stop and figure out who we are and who we've allowed our reputation or Sorry, what we've allowed our reputation to become. Um, because it's extreme left, extreme right, it's far ends. Those are the loudest. Those are the ones who are banging the pots and pans. That's the ones that are getting the most attention. So if somebody who leans left looks at the extreme stuff going on in the right or vice versa, they immediately think that's an enemy of mine. Well, there is they've no also down. got
2: to both stop trying to claim the flag as their own. You know, it's funny because both parties yeah. will stay. We're not red states and blue states. We're the United States. Then both of you have got to stop claiming to be the moral authority on what it is to be American and start working together. I hate to say it, and not that I want this at all, but America needs another war because that's the only time and the most recent time that that entire country was united is when they sent their armed forces into battle. And that's really the only time because when it's just regular run of the mill.
3: I know, but that's (laughs) the way they are. right? Oh, man. But am I wrong? Well, it, it is a it's certainly a unifier. Um, I, you know, you never wish war because that, that brings nobody death, wants that. I think it's uh, they need it, they need something to unify them. But here's the thing: I think it's gotten so it's devolved so much that we get to the point where we're going to argue about all of that too. The left's going to have an ideology. The right's going to have an ideology, and they're just going to fight. They're just going to argue. It is just, no one's walking in and just handing out stone cold stunners and taking everyone down and saying, "Okay, that's it. It's time to listen. Uh, both of you, shut your mouths, and let's come together with a proper plan." Um, I, I think we we don't treat it like we're siblings anymore, and we probably should. Where it's like we have to love each other at the end of the day because we're family. And, you know, we're going to work this out. We're going to figure it out. Um, and sometimes your brother's going to get their, their way. Sometimes your sister's going to get their way. But it's not always going to be uh, a war between the parties. It can't be. It just can't be. Or else it's over. Like, this will never go back to any any level of decency. It's done. They could also
2: use a moderate. I, I hate to say it, but both parties are just – Joe Biden's not a moderate. And Donald Trump is far from being a moderate, Mm. but they almost need a third party down there. And somebody's got to take over the middle ground where they can try and reach a little bit of compromise and and try and come to a national consensus on certain things because they're not going to make any progress the way things are going right now. It's just my side. And if you don't agree with me,
3: screw you. You're the enemy. You're the enemy. And it shouldn't be like that at all. No, it's I mean, it's so funny because we get into these conversations and I and and I I feel that there is a. Um, there's a lack of decency in disagreement now where it's, if I don't agree with you, it's because you're an idiot. You're not smart enough to understand what I'm saying. And I can't trust you. And it's like, whoa, 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 hang on. Like sometimes a a point of view is just that it's a point of view. And we have to have conversations about being smart about the point of view and being educated about it. If we're going to make a point, we should probably know what we're talking about. And if we don't, then it's okay to listen, and it's okay to open your ears. I love the saying, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. We should listen twice as much as we speak. And I think we'll get a lot further if we start listening to people. We talk about it all the time. The diversity that we have in this country is amazing because we talk about how we learn from those who have different experiences. We just went through all of this with Black Lives Matter. We just went through this whole thing, and we're still going through it. When you have a chance... To learn about somebody else's life situations just by having a conversation, you become enlightened. You become a little more aware uh, of other people's paths in life. And and when you realize that it's not always the same as yours, you you really start to shape your perspective a little bit differently. And I think that's huge. It's an important thing for us to do. And on that, we will say
2: thank I, you for checking out After Nine. Can I just
0: give an update on on a on like a, some breaking news here on something that we talked Ooh. about the, way back at the beginning of the podcast, which yeah. was
3: two years ago, which
0: felt like, yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was a little while ago. Uh, Doug Ford has announced that they're going to introduce legislation prohibiting employers from banning their staff from wearing a poppy.
2: Mm, interesting. So well, they got to legislate it before Whole Foods is
3: even out of bed to change their Twitter.
0: Yeah, they can't even. The, the person in that marketing department woke up and went, what the fuck yeah. just
3: happened? Get ready for it this weekend. When you buy a $26 cauliflower head, you get a free poppy. <laughs>
0: Poppies for everybody. We love Canada. We you love, love it. veterans.
3: Hey, Vets, you get 15% off this $19 quinoa. <laughs>
0: Bingo.
2: Come on in. <laughs>
3: All right, guys, you have a good weekend. Thank you for
2: listening to After 9. Is there anything else we need to do here?
0: Uh, have a, enjoy the weather. If you're listening from, a, from uh, Ontario especially because we're having some incredible weather. And, yeah, have a good weekend.